If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Hey, Desi. Here we are. <laughs> Good afternoon, Desi. Hello to everyone else. Our top story today, this happened a few days ago, and Lord knows everyone was talking about it. This is from the Associated Press. A nude man nabbed by police after cannonball plunge into giant aquarium at Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. I could not get away from videos of this guy swimming around in the giant aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop and his wiener, which was like you couldn't see his wiener. I know. I, was, was I zoomed wiener. in. It was, people were like, it must have been cold. Yeah, in that, that was the joke. I, this is like a great Twitter moment where you wake up and all of a sudden this video is everywhere and you have no idea. You have to piece together what the hell everyone's talking about. Yeah, it's just like a naked man. It's just, you just see this video of this naked guy swimming around in this aquarium. And you have zero context. Right. Like, is it a protest? Is it, is he. Do you know what I mean? Like, is he drunk? Like, what's going on? Why did he do this? My first thought, honestly, was they have aquariums in Bass Pro Shops. And this wasn't like a a decorative aquarium. This was like a big tank. I mean, this it was just like, like, it was people size. It seemed regional. Like, we don't have bass shops like that do in we, LA. <laughs> do we have a bass shop in LA? I think we have sports goods. Like, I, I don't think we have a place like this. Like, I think fishing must be big in this area, right? It's Alabama. Right. So they probably hunt and fish a lot. There's probably a large concentration of men who have their profile picture as them holding up a giant bass with Oakley sunglasses on. They had the Billy bass wall hanging. They they all got it for Christmas. They all got it for <laughs> Christmas in 1999. <laughs> They all, all of their Facebook profiles and Twitter profiles are of them with a um, a pink neck because they've been out fishing all day. Yeah. And they're holding up a big bass and they're wearing like a big dog's t-shirt. Yeah. And they all go to the shop. And they like to record the um, front facing camera videos of them in their truck. Ranting, At a really bad angle. They're ranting about <laughs> something. Like here's how it really is. Yeah. This is from the Associated Press. 
It says a man crashed his car outside of a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. So we have another car crash. I don't know if he crashed into the what pro was he, shop. What was he playing? <laughs> what song was on his radio? That's a great question. He So first he crashes his car outside of the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. So just outside of the shop, not into the shop. Not into the shop, but that would have been like a great... Um, little button. If like he also did that, yeah, he crashed in. Then he just ran in naked, naked. So he stripped down to his birthday suit and then plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store. The ordeal happened Thursday night in front of shocked shoppers. That is an ordeal. <laughs> it's an event. It's an ordeal. It's a production. Yeah. Um. In the town just outside of Birmingham, Leeds Police Chief Paul Irwin said. The 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. He left the water to yell at two officers, then dove back into the aquarium. That guy was 42. I know. He looked like 52. (laughs) That's a hard 42. Yeah, that was a hard 42. The man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor (laughs) below. It's slippery. He probably splashed a lot of water. (laughs) Police then apprehended him. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, and criminal mischief. The man was in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. What do you do if you're shopping and this happens? And I've never had something this funny happen, like this crazy. I know. I just haven't. I'm so jealous. Most I saw was like a shoplifter be run down. Or something. Yeah, and that's like, that's like not so even that run exciting. Of the mill. Yeah. Um, so we don't know anything about is he like was he drunk? Did he have a plan to do this? Or was it just spur of the moment? Like I need to know. Let's see if there's an update about this story. Right, because he obviously knew this place had an aquarium. Here we go. Okay. This is from AL.com. This is like an Alabama news site. It says, man who cannonballed into Bass Pro Shop Leeds Leeds Aquarium was on drugs. Okay. Damaged police SUV. So he also damaged this police car. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty self-evident that this man, his name is George Aaron Owens of Starrett. He's facing multiple charges and could face more after his now viral swim. Well, driving while on drugs is the more dangerous offense, right? Because yeah. he crashed. So clearly he was pretty wasted. Yeah, and wasted enough to get in the aquarium at Bass Pro I Shops. just, I would love to be like, you know, a fly on the wall in his head. Because, like, do you know what I mean? Like, did he know this place? Is this place famous for their aquarium? And he's, did he see it last minute? And it was like, whoa. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. It says he was very loud and yelling obscene comments toward the officers and others inside the store. I need to know what he yelled. Right. He I mean, knocked he, himself unconscious when he when he jumped out of the aquarium. I mean, that's dangerous. People die slipping outside the pool. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh Also, what was he on? Oh my god. Irwin said Owens then rolled over and kicked one of the officers in the groin. In the... He kicked... (laughs) I need to see that video. He's not all bad. (laughs) 
I need to see the. I need yeah, to where see was that. that? Where's that part of the video? Who stopped filming? I bet the officers turned their body cameras off and they're like, we can't release that footage. It's not fair. No, I mean, whoever was there has got to drop the tape. We need the tape of him. Because I know you were still up there him. with your fucking phone out. There's no way you stopped when the action was hidden. <laughs> the chief said Owens claimed to be on drugs. Owens' wife? Irwin said, helped police by putting underwear on Owens while he (laughs) continued to. This is one of the lowest points of wifedom I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do you, it doesn't get much lower. Once inside the police cruiser, Owens kicked the rear door so hard it warped the metal. He's on it. On a mission. The top and bottom of the door is damaged to the point where the door may have to be replaced. That's what the police no chief said. cares about that. The defendant was taken and housed at St. Clair County Jail, where they had nurses to care for him because of his combative behavior. He was charged with second-degree assault for kicking the officer in the nuts. <laughs> Sorry. And first-degree criminal mischief for damages to the police Tahoe. Not the Tahoe. That's an expensive car. Yeah. And his parking light pole, or and the parking light pole. Public lewdness, exposing himself in public and reckless endangerment. He, damn, I mean, that's, he must have kicked it really hard. He must be on like speed or meth. Yeah, or something. Cause that's like when you get that unnatural strength. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he did some meth. Cause kicking the door so hard you damage it. I mean, I would love to see the damage. Because cops are famous for like, there's like a scratch. I know. And they're like, look <laughs> look at the damage. Look at all the damage that happened to my car. And it's like the handle's a little loose or something. Or it's like a paint scratch <laughs> yeah. that can be easily buffed out. Um, yeah. This wife. This she, poor woman. She, she can just post this video for her divorce proceeding and be like, this is why. Yeah, this, sir. Sir. And the judge will be like, no questions, ma'am. You get everything. (laughs) I hope she does get everything. This is... um, Dude, her putting the underwear on is out of control. One of the lowest moments. Bringing those saggy-ass white underwear in for him to put on. Those Walter White underwear. I need to hear her story. We need an interview with her. I want to hear what she thought when she got the call. Did she say down. George has done it? Oh, George. I knew I knew it. What bring, did he do? Bring underwear? Again? Fucking, yeah. Again. I bet this isn't the first time she's had to bring underwear for George. No, he seems like he loves lewd behavior. I bet also she's had to bring underwear for him because he like had an accident, in quotes, at the um, Outback Steakhouse. This is a guy who seems like he regularly pees in public. Yes. <laughs> Like that kind of like you're so drunk that you're just kind of like swaying. Your dick's just hanging. And he's hanging. He's the guy at the party whose dick comes out. You know that guy. Yeah. There's always that guy who loves showing his dick at parties. Yeah. Gross. And it's not always a hot guy. It's never a hot guy. Except (laughs) except in my friend group. Okay. But this was like back in my So he showed it? Or he it accidentally came out. No, it would just at the by the end of the night, this guy's dick was always out. Yeah. It was like he was, oh, he's naked again. I'd probably stop thinking he was hot at some point. I mean, it did become <laughs> like a joke. It became yeah. like a running joke. Yeah. But that point, he's a clown to me. A little bit. He was, he, it was clownish behavior. Yeah. We did laugh about it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a threatening, menacing thing. It was no, no, like no, no. definitely a funny thing that we laughed about, but it was like 
absurd. Yeah. I don't feel like you can't do that kind of stuff anymore. No. You'll get in trouble. So don't. Yeah. And like, honestly, like, if you it's probably, a friend group, I mean, it was a friend group, but it was like all like whatever. We had all agreed that like no one, I mean, no one was like bothered by it. Right. We, but we were like, we would like hound him. Like we would like make fun of him kind yes, of. Yes. Yeah. Because at some point it's like, come on. <laughs> It's not funny anymore. It was a nice dick. (laughs) He was a hot guy. It was a nice dick, but it was like, it just did become like a running joke. Yeah. Like he's always naked at the end of the party. That's funny. Anyway, I wonder what he's doing today. Maybe he's sober now. I wonder if he's still showing his dick like that. That's what I'm wondering. In his 30s, is he still showing Wang? And is it still, what's the vibe? What, yeah, What's it, the vibe that it gives it now? Sad party is it, dick because it probably is a little sadder now if right, he's still doing it. Because this was when we were like nineteen, eighteen. Yeah. We were like, you can't keep doing this. People are old. dads at his age. Like, <laughs> no, it's it is sadder in your thirties. I think for sure you need to get it together to be that wasted like that in your thirties still, like all the time. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do physically. That. I don't know how. <laughs> um. Our next story is from Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh. It's not a really tasty story, though. But Uh-oh. this is from ABC News. Exploding toilet at a Dunkin' oh. store in Florida left oh. a customer filthy and injured. Lawsuit claims. A customer who claims he was injured by an exploding toilet at a Dunkin' store in central Florida has filed a negligence lawsuit against the coffee chain. This is from Orlando. Paul Kerouac is not related to the other Kerouac. On the commode. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. That's our title. That's our title. Thank you. I don't have to think about a stupid fucking title. That's our title. Paul Kerouac is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit filed Wednesday in a state court in Orlando, claiming he suffered, quote, severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room of a Duncan location in Winter Park, Florida, a year ago. You really got to shit if you're shitting in a Duncan. I know. I was like, well, what did he do? Well, <laughs> how is he responsible? <laughs> What happened? I, I'm not saying he's responsible. I'm saying how bad do you got to take a shit if you're shitting in a Dunkin' Donuts? That's true. Because that's a fast stop. It's <laughs> You're not like having a meal there necessarily, like a long one. You might sit down and eat your donut while you drink your coffee. For a bit, yeah. For a bit. But this even, look, it's shitting in public is like a whole, you know, it's a very controversial topic. But I think there are also levels to places and Duncan is on the level of that's a pee stop. Yeah, because it's it's not even like an a road stop because there there's not very many Duncans where we live. Like or, you know, like a roadside stop place where you're like, I gotta go. Like I've been on the road six hours. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if in other in like the Northeast if they have Duncans on the side of the highway. Maybe, maybe they do. They're lucky. Um, but so, yeah, I agree. Oh, this is bad. I would sue. I don't blame him. I don't think he's suing for enough money. I was going to say 100000 sounds low listen, in these cases. Listen to this. After the explosion left Kerouac covered in human feces, oh my God, urine, no. and debris, this guy needs to be suing for $100 million. 
A hundred thousand is disgust. too low. I've never heard of someone suing for that little. It's crazy. He walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and the storm, store's manager, according to that lawsuit, to the lawsuit. An employee told him that they were aware of the, quote, problem with the toilet. <laughs> He's like, I don't think you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a clog. He's covered in shit, <laughs> sir. Sir. <laughs> They said since there had been previous incidents, that's what the employees said. Um, the lawsuit says without diving into further details about the explosion. Well, I need further details. Well, how does a toilet explode? I feel like I've heard this before and I need to know how to avoid this. <laughs> like, is it like methane gas building up? What's going on? What is Yeah. It? How does it explode? When contacted Thursday by email for more details on Kerouac's injuries, his attorney, Scott Spradley, said he was tied up and couldn't answer questions until the following day. Okay, this is getting suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, who is this lawyer? I mean... It might not even be suspicious. ABC News is just being shady, which is also very funny. That's a very funny thing to say. (laughs) I'm busy. I'm tied up. I'm really busy. I can't answer any questions right now. He's like Saul Goodman or something. The Canton, Massachusetts-based company did not immediately respond to an email seeking comment. The lawsuit says Kerouac suffered bodily injury and has required mental health care and counseling since the incident in January 2022. I don't blame him. So it sounds like he doesn't necessarily have any physical injuries. It's more mental. It said physical injuries. Okay, because they're not saying what happened, right? They're not. That's what he said. I'm all. I'm tied up. Okay. This I'm sounds like a right lawyer. Now. This is like his first big case. It's like the brother-in-law or something. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know what it says. Severe and long-term injuries. Okay. I just don't know if they're counting mental health issues, which I think are valid. They are counting mental health. As long-term. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Because I'm reading from Business Insider, it says he's now in counseling and requires mental health care due to the trauma he experienced. Right. So it sounds like that's the long-term injury. No, it's not. It's, well, maybe. I guess uh, trauma can be uh, disabling. Of course, Because it says... It says he suffered bodily injury and psychological damages resulting in pain and suffering, disability, permanent and significant emotional injury, mental anguish, loss of the capacity for the enjoyment of life, expensive medical care and treatment. He's asking way too low. I agree. Who, who, he needs Saul. I just think if there was a real physical injury, we'd be hearing it directly. Like he broke both legs and can't walk now, or like whatever. Like if there was a fit, like if you're saying, yeah, I'm not. I'm not even saying that the mental isn't enough. I do think it is because I would be traumatized too. Um, but if it exploded on him, you have to believe. That. I feel like he probably got minor cuts and abrasions from the explosion, right? I just don't know what the explosion is. That also is. I'm like, what it was that. Is it just shit shooting out of the toilet? <laughs> Did the commode explode and cement or like whatever ceramic went everywhere or porcelain went everywhere? Right. Maybe he got like some serious cuts from the porcelain. Right. Explo- Did the Look, act- I, if shit went all over me came coming out of a toilet, I'd be suing for a hundred million too. Like 
that's enough for me. I'm just curious what exactly happened and what exploding toilet means. Like, did it shoot out of the toilet like a like a plumbing thing? We should find out if we can get, um, can we go to a civil trial? I don't know. But I want to go to this trial. Where is it? Florida? It's in Florida. But I support I support the this lawsuit. I support him and like I said, the shit thing is enough for me. Absolutely. Because I believe you would be traumatized for the rest of your life. Duncan needs to pay up. Yeah. Duncan uh, needs to pay up. Well, especially if this was an ongoing toilet problem that they weren't fixing. This is right. Seems very clear cut to me. Yeah. Cause this is them not taking care of a problem. If they knew it was a problem and management could not handle it. I'm just picturing this geyser of shit water shooting out of the toilet. That's what I'm picturing. I know, me too. (laughs) And it's really upsetting. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to this story from the Huffington Post. Andrew Lloyd Webber has a poltergeist at his house. What? We had to get a priest. He said, this bitch is so dramatic. He is so dramatic. He's going to write a show about this. Oh, and it's going to be awful. <laughs> it's going to be in a it's castle. Gonna be in, <laughs> it's going to be, it's definitely going to be in a castle. Andrew Lloyd Webber says he's never seen a ghost, but briefly once lived with one. Oh, so this isn't even new. What? He, uh, the renowned composer recently sat down with the Telegraph as co-creator of The Phantom of the Opera, was naturally asked if any of the theaters he owns are haunted. Weber denied as much before making an intriguing claim about his home in London. I did have a house in Eaton Square, which had a poltergeist, he told the outlet in an interview Tuesday. It would do things like take theater scripts and put them in a neat pile in some obscure room. He's like, these suck. (laughs) The poltergeist is trying to tell you something. Look, the poltergeist is a critic. (laughs) In the end, we had to get a priest to come and bless it, and it left. Hmm. The purpose purportedly organized ghost starkly contrasts a traditional poltergeist. Right. Which which remain unproven. (laughs) That's the understatement of the article. (laughs) But are nonetheless known for their mischief, violence, and noise. This sounds just like a ghost. He had a ghost at his house. We don't know if it was a poltergeist or not. It could be. Well, poltergeist is defined by chaos. This doesn't sound that chaotic. This is just a regular ghost. He's just moving your papers to a different room. Yeah. He's not destroying them. He's not stacking chairs up in your kitchen. No. That's a classic poltergeist move. (laughs) Or um, what is that thing, that horrifying scene in Poltergeist 2 when the son, his braces come alive? Oh. Do you remember no, that? No, I don't remember that. It is crazy. That sounds scary. We should recap Poltergeist too. Is that the one with the old man? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen that in so long. It is a frightening movie. Yeah. It, it, it was one of my favorites as a child. Yeah, I would be down. Because there are some insane things. Like, they really up the ante of the Poltergeist activity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly have I probably seen that one time a long time ago. Dude, so I have no memory. Crazy. And the old man is like he's scary as hell. He's so scary. Desi, did you see earlier this week the viral video of the flight on Alaska Airlines? With the woman? No. With the door or the panel that had blown off while they were in the air. No, but I'm never flying Alaska. <laughs> 
This is upsetting to me because I have a ton of points with Alaska Airlines, not by choice, but because they used to be Virgin America, or it used to be Virgin America, and then they, they Virgin America disappeared, and it became like it merged with Alaska. Why did Virgin disappear? I liked that airline. It was the best domestic airline. Ugh. It was such a tragedy. So like they they're like, "Sorry, Virgin America's no more. We're but we're going to transfer all your miles to Alaska." I'm like, well, "I never fly Alaska." And Alaska doesn't do um nonstop to a lot of places. There's like that's always because it's ch- it's a cheaper airline. Right? It's not that's not that cheap. Really? No, it's not. I thought that was like a discounted it's airline. It's not. Oh, that sucks. It's like a regular price. Oh, forget that. Or sometimes way more. Really? Yes. I've never flown it. I have only seen horrible stories about it. That's why I'm like, well, I'm not going on Alaska. How do I get these? I need to like find one of their affiliate airlines and transfer my points over there. You should transfer your points or see if you can use them for something else. At least, I don't know what. Maybe they have hotels or something. It's really irritating. It's Anyway, this is frightening. So... Aviation expert speaks on what caused door plug to fall off of Alaska Airlines jet. So you haven't seen this video, Desi. I haven't. Um, let me just briefly show this to you. Hold on. So I just showed Desi the video. Do you want to describe what you saw? Yeah, it's that um, emergency aisle. It's actually not, but everyone thinks it is. Well, it's it's where that typically is. That extra door is the emergency aisle. So it's not the front door or the back door. It's, it's the one in the middle of the plane. It's in the middle of the plane, and a panel of the side of the plane has flown off while they are mid-flight. So it's not the door. It's not a door. Oh, it's just the panel. It says the door plug, but I was seeing people commenting... It looks like that door that's in the emergency aisle popped out. It, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. I don't know what it is. Regardless, this should not happen while you're in the air. That's crazy. So they had to, everyone was unharmed. Were they at full altitude? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. It happened. No, not. The plane's door plug fell off the aircraft at 16,000 feet. That's still so, too high. So they were ascending. Yes. As federal investigators seek answers into how a door plug detached from the fuselage of an Alaska Airlines aircraft prompting a mid-air emergency and the temporary national grounding of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets globally. Oh, I did see the story about this plane. I don't I don't think I read what it was, but I saw a lot of people like this plane needs to be grounded finally because I do think people it people know what kinds of planes are good. I have no idea, but when I saw this post, she's like this is why I never fly this plane and I was like, "Oh, I better remember." No, me too. <laughs> I was like, "Which plane is this?" No, me too. Brennan went out of town last week, so I was like, "What plane are you flying?" It's truly something I don't think about, but I think I typically am flying smaller planes cuz you like Southwest and you but even when Fly I flew to New York, I flew. It's not. It wasn't like one blue. of those huge jumbo jet type planes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, this is crazy. I don't. Yeah, a seven thirty seven max. Now I'm gonna like. I guess they're grounding all of them now. So hopefully. But we apparently, don't have to worry this about plane that. has had other issues. I don't know what they are. If you have one issue with one time, it should be grounded. Yeah. Until you figure out what's going on, just make. What what is Boeing needs to fucking get it together? This is bad press for Boeing. Yeah. And I'm glad they're being called out. 
They should be called out and they're a fucking billion dollar company. They need to fix this shit. This is unacceptable. Pretend it's one of their CEO's private jets. The whole airline industry needs to fucking get its act together. I'm it sick is of pathetic. It. it is like, like what, what are we doing here? People spend a lot of money flying, even in the lower level airlines. Like that's still a lot of money to people. It is a lot of money. Yeah. It's so it's expensive. like, it's expensive. Their whole families are flying sometimes and you can't fucking give them leg room. You can't give them fucking like peanuts and soda. Because they're just nickel and diming everybody. It's like charging them for this, charging them for a fucking, to have feet room. Right. It's like, it is like, uh, it's inhumane. It is inhumane. And the thing about flying, if you've ever flown first class before, if you've, you get there, you sit down in first class and you're like, oh, I'm being treated humanely right now. That's what first class is. I'll treat you like a human. Right. <laughs> and okay. I'm not blaming the flight attendants who, who work, so hard. It's the airline industry. Oh, it's not their fault at all. It's not their fault. It's the whole system. Yeah. No, and I'd like to know why we always bail them out and then none of that goes down to us. Yeah, why don't, why don't I, I get, get some it? free flight credits? Like, what about that? These airline and air jet CEOs, they're so rich. I need to see their fucking finances because it's like... If you're really losing so much money from your business, then maybe you should not be in business. Maybe I should be the CEO. I'll make good choices. No, I I, I need to know because I know that their CEOs are making millions. Here's an here's an idea for an airline industry that I think um, if I was CEO of the airlines, I would start is there should be a flight option. This isn't this jet is acceptable to vape on because if I'm on a long flight. And I can't get a little hit of nicotine the way I want to. That's a problem for me. And I feel like I would, I would, I would accept being in a, in a slightly uncomfortable position if I could at least have my little jewel. Right, like they used to have the smoking cars. Give me a vaping <laughs> plane, a whole plane. Make it a whole plane. Right. I don't, I don't know enough about it. But does vape make it smell? No. Does it smell? Well, what if you're on a plane though with a bunch of people vaping? Would that well, make it? Well, we're all degenerates. We no, don't but, but what if, I'm, I'm saying it would only work if you had all vapors. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a my airline is for degenerates. It's vape air. It's vape air. <laughs> That's the name of it. I mean, I think people would do it. I would do it. Yeah. There's a lot of people who get. Uh, I bet. A, I bet you would. Uh, no one would have an incident on that plane. You'd never have any passenger freakouts because they have their, the vape ran out. But then there was get, a fight over the vape. That's the only. That's the only time that would happen. But you, but people would be calm because they had their addiction fixed, and they would probably sell vape refills on mm, the plane. There is a way to make money. Oh, you you ran out of vape juice. I just think people would. Here's my philosophy in general with add-ons: put it in my bill, like put it in the ticket in the ticket price. Every time you. You charge me for something, it makes me mad. Me too. I'd rather have it in the price, and I feel that way about like everything. And you know what? And that makes it feel like you're being taken care of more when it's complimentary. No, the minute you start tagging on prices, I feel like you're ripping me off. Yeah. If it's just built into the ticket. Right. Then- and I get some people might not want that. Maybe they just want to take the bare minimum flight, and that maybe there's an option for them. But when I keep getting nickel and dime, I'm like, 
just fucking charge me 300 instead of 250. I don't want to see all these charges. No, it, it makes me, me mad. It makes me, and that's how I feel about fucking um, resort fees. It's like, Ugh. just fucking charge me for the room. I don't want to see a hundred dollar charge on there for fucking resort fees. What even is that? I don't that? even use the pool. Like, right. I don't know what it is. Do you remember in coach when you used to get a blanket and a pillow in coach? Yes. I think none of this shit cost anything, but they just took it out because they want to make people's lives as miserable as possible. That's what I, I really I truly too does. They'll do anything. They don't give a shit. They will save ten dollars to make us miserable. Mm. Like it doesn't matter. It does. It's not a cost thing because there's a really great place to cut costs, and it's CEO bonuses and salaries. It's not on us, the <laughs> people. Like, you can save a hundred thousand dollars not buying pillows. And then, or you could save millions, not giving some asshole a uh, $700 million bonus. Like, and give me a fucking break. Give him a new yacht. Airline doesn't need a CEO. That's good. It right. doesn't matter. It's the fucking business is what it is. That's what it's I said. Like, I could do it. Yeah, it's like, let it's me like, do give it. Give me a break. Give me a break at this point because they're not doing a good job, in my opinion. Clearly. Everyone not. hates the airlines. Uh, no one likes them. I saw a freak out in the airport coming back from New York. Really? Yeah. Woman. No, it is going flying is scary because people are on edge because it's so stressful from the moment from the moment you step into the airport, you are just it is a nightmare. Also, everyone I know who flies, their flights are always delayed. I feel like delays are well, more than ever. Sitting on the have you ever sat on that tarmac for like forty five minutes? Yeah, you just want to. Oh my god, let me off the plane. Just get me out of here. You start getting itchy. Yeah. It's like when you're not moving. I just feel like they treat us this way so bad. And that flying used to be like fun and like kind of like exciting because you're like, ooh, like it's like a little richy rich. I feel rich when I fly. <laughs> like people felt like they were doing something luxurious. It was more glamorous. Yeah. And now it is just like a Greyhound bus in the sky. It is the low, it's like nothing. They treat you like garbage. Yeah. It's crazy. It's terrible. And it's expensive still. And we still have to take our shoes off at the security. I'm sick of it. Oh, I just come on. hate it all. They're it's, just all so stupid. It's been 20 years. <laughs> we don't need to take our shoes off anymore. They just feel like they're doing something. It, they're not. No. It's, it's fucking gross. Like I have to walk around in the fucking airport with, without <laughs> shoes on. Sometimes, so, I, sometimes I have like fucking slides on too. I'm like, well, great. Now I'm barefoot in the fucking airport. Oh, I know. It's so gross. It's just like, it is you can't so even gross. think about it. You're like, whatever, I guess. This or is, like, I'm an animal. Since it's so uncomfortable, I'm always, everyone's always traveling in sweats now for good reason because it's so uncomfortable. And like, God forbid you have like a little tiny tank top under your sweatshirt and you have to because you have to take off your sweatshirt if it has like a hood or something and so you're like going through the security putting your hands up like your fucking Paula Abdul in that little scanner machine and you're like titties are just out in your little tiny tank top in the airport no I had something recently where they're like there's something baggy and I was like yeah it's sweatpants they made you fabric they made you take your scrunchie off oh yeah went to Austin and then I lost it wait what they made me take it off and put it in my bag or in the thing, and I think I didn't. I forgot to get it or I missed it. That was irritating because I liked that scrunchie. I remember when they said that to you, and the look of defeat on your face was just like it's like it's a fucking <laughs> scrunchie. Like use some common sense here. What do you think? I have a fucking bomb. What am I, Debbie Harry and hairspray? Like the fucking hairstyle with a bomb. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, can we not anymore? This is stupid. It's, I hate it. It's getting absurd. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great flight if they're listening to us on the airplane. Yeah. Hang in there, baby. You'll you, land you soon. You got this. You got this. <laughs> we support you. Um, and be nice to the flight attendants because they work so hard. Yes. And if you are a flight attendant and you're a listener, we support you as well. Please. Cause, give cause, us an extra peanut. <laughs> Just one peanut. I did like on our... our our um, drive home from Austin when they gave us those little Biscoff cookies. I do like when they I give those. I was like, that's a nice, that's nice. I like a little Biscoff. That's an upgrade. Don't they do that on Southwest? That was, we were on Southwest. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I hadn't had it before. Maybe it's a newer thing. Maybe they did it on Delta. Maybe Southwest picked that up from Delta. I do think Biscoff is an airline cookie. It is. Yeah. It so, is. So um, maybe they just started doing it. That's I don't like know. That's like the one good thing that's come out of air travel. Dude, I'm I I'm like a little like, I'm always like, oh, give me that pretzel. Like, I've never been more hungry. I get so when hungry When those little on a snacks plane. come around, I'm like, oh, give me that. Well, like, it's, like, it's so good. I need to be eating the whole flight to be doing something with my mouth. Yeah, I agree. I like I liked the Southwest flight because they gave us a savory and um, a sweet, and I was like, "This is nice." Like they do give a little like complimentary package snack, but it's not like the old days where the meals were free. Yeah, I don't even necessarily care about that because it wasn't like food I liked, but I like snacks. Like, give me a little package snack. Give me some bagel chips. Give me some pretzels. <laughs> it's sad that when I it's, like. It's sad when it's a bullshit package snack, though. I don't like that. No, but I think I, the reason I like flying flying Southwest is that I do really like that airline, and in general, they're nice. I think they're nice, and I think they have fun on the flights. But they have issues lately too because their flights get delayed a lot. But that's not typical, so hopefully they fix it. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Just because the holidays are over doesn't mean I've stopped shopping. I'm still at it. And whenever I'm looking to buy something, I start with Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because you can earn cash back. You can earn cash back on things like clothing and shoes, toys and games, electronics, and kitchen or home essentials. You're already shopping, so why not get some cash back? There are over 3,700 stores where you can get cash back across every single category, including some of my favorites like Zappos, Sephora, and of course, Wine.com. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. In fact, Rakuten members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back so far. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Just get the free Rakuten app or download the free browser extension or both. So start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app today and start saving. Your cash back really adds up. Desi, I just wanted to take this moment to tell our listeners that this currently on Patreon, we are recapping the Ashley Simpson show. Yep. You know it. You love it. You watched it 20 years ago when it premiered. I MTV. didn't. Well, Desi didn't, but I did. <laughs> and so Desi's enjoying this journey for the first time, taking this journey right, with me. Right, so you, if you haven't watched it, you can be with me. 
and it's on all the episodes are on YouTube. We're recapping that on Patreon at the $5 tier. We have done episodes one and two. We We will be recording episodes three and four tomorrow, and those will be up very shortly. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. I will put a link in the show notes. We are going to be also recording an after show for Patreon after this podcast today, after we do this. So you can find that among our, I don't know, 85 something after shows we have up there. In addition to everything else we have on Patreon, all of our other episodes. Well, there's a classic um thing we do every year too around Christmas, the the um, Neiman Marcus gift guide. Mm, so if you it. haven't hit, heard that, you should definitely check it out. One of my favorite annual yes. Patreon offerings. Yes. Um, cool. I, I have to watch the Ashley Simpson show tonight. Me too, because we're doing that tomorrow. Yeah. Luckily, they're short. They're short episodes, but our recaps are very long because we usually, because <laughs> we usually like much like we did last week. It just became like a whole a rabbit hole of pop culture. And yes, of that specific time period. Of that era. Yeah. There's so, a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. And we're excited to take you on this journey. And we're very um, grateful for the nice feedback everyone gave. Yes. We will be rea- recapping other older reality shows in the future yeah. af- when we finish the Ashley Simpson show. And we have other plans. We have other Patreon plans as well. So now's Stay a good tuned. time. It's a great time. Uh, What'd you watch? I Okay. I actually have two new shows I watched. They're new to me. They're not necessarily new. But I watched one episode of each, and I'm going to watch more. I just, uh, I watched them really late, whatever, two nights ago, and I haven't been able to get back to them. So the first one intrigued me with its its um, synopsis, because we had just done an episode where we talked about loving capers. Mm. And this is a caper show. It is called Culprit, Culprits, maybe, and it's on Hulu, and... I really liked the first episode. What's it about? It is about, um, so it, it plays around with time. So in the present, we're seeing things happen. And then we're finding out that all the people we're seeing did a caper mm. together like a <laughs> few years earlier. And What, it's, what kind of caper? Well, I don't even exactly know yet. Oh. I haven't gotten to it yet. But it's oh. some kind of thing where they have six or seven different members we meet them all in the first episode. We see kind of how they come together, but I'm not quite exactly sure what the caper is, but I guess I'm guessing it's robbing something. Yeah. Or taking, you know, doing some kind of heist. That's caper activity. <clears throat> yeah. So it's it stars uh Gemma Atherton. She's like a British actress. There's there's a lot of people in it I kind of know, but it they're all they're all British actors. So they're like I don't I don't know all their names, but it's like, "Oh, I've seen them before." Well, what were they in? Th- a lot of capers go down in London. Yes. So, but it also takes place in America because some of the people have moved over here. Sometimes capers happen. And here. I really the the first episode. I have to say, there was a lot of moments where I was stressing already. Wow. So it's. I thought it was really good, and I hadn't heard of it. So ch- you can check that out on Hulu. The other show I watched that's been out for a while, 
but I've heard so many bad things about it that I was like, this sounds good. Do you know, do you know when everyone complains about a show thing, you're like, I like those kind of things. I have one like that too. The morning show? Yes. Okay, I watched that. I, Everyone's like, it's like a soap opera. I was like, ooh, that, no, I didn't know it was a soap opera. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted like two days ago. I said, wait, the morning show is a drama? Because... I was watching the Golden Globes and it was nominated in the drama category. Oh. I thought it was a, like a half hour comedy, so I never watched it. No, I knew it was like an Aaron Sorkin-esque type drama about a daytime whatever talk sh- or whatever those shows are called, morning shows. And then I had a couple of my mutuals respond and they were like, yes, and it's insane and it's soapy. And I said, perfect. So I'm going to start watching that. Oh, it you'll like it. I only watched the first episode. It's basically like a thinly veiled... Matt Lauer type Ooh. deal where the first episode it's like some the co-host gets taken down by a sexual um harassment or whatever assault scandal yeah or inappropriate behavior type deal and they're they're scrambling to figure out what to do and how to handle it yeah and the um so the co-hosts are Jennifer Aniston and the sexual harasser guy is Steve Carell. No way. <laughs> yeah. So it has like, and Reese Witherspoon plays like a hick reporter. She's kind of like at a lower level um, affiliate. So she's like, wants to be a big star, but she's kind of like a little bit trashy. Love it. Um, I like her in these kind of roles. I she's, love Reese Witherspoon. She's really good in these type of roles. So you can kind of see where it's going. Mm. Right, they're mm. looking for a new co-host. She's gonna. Where's yeah. this Spitfire coming in? It's gonna, you know, throw a wrench into everything. Mm. Uh, it hasn't gotten there yet, but you can just kind of tell. And I don't even know what the show's fucking about, but that's where it's pretty obvious. So yeah, you'll like it. I'm gonna watch more of it. Good. And Billy Crudup's in it. He's hot. Yeah, he's cute. Um, so he plays like the network executive, like asshole guy. Perfect role for him. I'm excited to see what happens and I'm excited to get to season three because that's where I hear it really gets bad. And that to me sounds good. I agree. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I agree. People were in my comments to like, it really goes off the rails. I'm like, that's great. I love when things go off the rails. I know. So I knew that the first two seasons are supposedly good, whatever. And then it it gets crazy. And I was like, that Fine. sounds excellent. I, I'm like salivating to get there. Mm. So I think it will be a fast watch because I don't think it's very many episodes per season. It's like one of those deals. But yeah. So those are my two exciting, very different type shows to watch. And I'm definitely going to finish them. Well, I after I finished season two of Dr. Death, which was excellent, I started watching season one oh, yeah. with Joshua Jackson. And it was... <laughs> Also excellent. It's so good. It is so good. Brandon and I binged it together in like two days. We were both obsessed with it. He is so good. And I had forgotten so much of the Dr. Dunch story. Yeah. Because I the podcast came He's out. It's wild. It came out like three years ago or whatever. But then there were definitely certain elements I remembered as I was watching the show, like the fact that he was like this raging narcissist and that he was so... And Joshua Jackson just did such a good job of showing this guy who just became so unhinged. Um, It was really good. It was super entertaining. I hope this show goes on for many seasons. I cannot wait for season three. (laughs) I want more Dr. Death. I want... want, (laughs) Even like make something up. Like I love Dr. Death. 
But it is crazy that this is a real story. It's crazy in general that there's more than one of these guys. (laughs) It's so scary in America. Yeah. I mean, especially the Joshua Jackson one, that was like a surgery any of us could need or get, right? Like the trachea thing in In, season two was definitely a more rare type deal. Right. But this is him helping people with back pain issues. Which a lot of people have. Yeah. So that made it extra scary because it's like all of us would be, these are people seeking relief for a very common problem and and making it a hundred times worse. Like, yeah. Or dying. It's really crazy. Um, They do a really good job of just showing how cringe inducing and horrific these like medical con artists con artists are like, and imagine like the, the surgeries the like, nerve i don't even have the nerve to like scam a rich person for their like expensive purse imagine pretending you know how to do surgery <laughs> like that is crazy to me that is so crazy. i would never ever like the most i could do is do a physical like right, <laughs> like maybe I could pretend I'm like checking their heart, right? Doing the little knee knocker thing, the balls, whatever. Could like you tell I them could to possibly cough? do the balls. <laughs> You'd like I laughing. might be able to manage that. Yeah, I'd be very. They'd be like that doctor was really unprofessional. <laughs> but like surgery, like I'm not going in and cutting anything open. Never. No. Ever. No. And he's like cutting people's spines. Like how? The most like delicate situation you could have. It's like you need to know like what's going on there. Do you (laughs) believe yourself that you're capable of this? Like you have to to do that, I think. No, it's so good. It's on Peacock. I love that show. I can't believe you didn't watch it. The like first I, season? Yeah. Like I know I didn't it was just one of those like it was on my list. Yeah. Right. And then I forgot about that it was on my list. Right. And so it wasn't until I went to the premiere for season two that I was like, oh shit, I gotta get on this. No, it's such a good show. And I, I like these shows that are based on certain podcasts are actually really good. They so are far. good. And you know who um directs I think I don't know how many, I don't know if she directs every episode, but she directs quite a few of them. Is my girl, I mean, she's not my girl, but I, I like her a lot. Jennifer Morrison, who was on House. Oh, right. I've seen her. Yeah, I saw her name. She was at the premiere. Oh. I didn't talk to her, but I did a fangirl out a little just seeing her. No, that's the type of celebrity I'd be excited by. Because I, uh, we love House. We love House, and I also watched her on the first few seasons of that Once Upon a Time show or whatever. Mm. Yeah. She's like on that. She's very talented. She's a good actress. And she, I mean, behind that, like her, like the directing is great. I mean, yeah, it was, the show's good. It's a great show. Good Um, for her. I'm glad she's directing. That sounds fun. So the other thing I watched was all my regular stuff. Obviously, um, we have a very exciting episode of television tonight, which (gasps) is the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. Any Real Housewives of Salt Lake City heads out there know that last Tuesday was crazy. This was the season finale. Look, it's been talked about to death, but you know we can keep this brief here. What a night of television. I felt like I was witnessing history. It was so good. There's so many moments I, I like. I know this. People say this, but I literally have thought about them. <laughs> Me too. Or visuals. Like this was like this had 
visuals that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Me too. <laughs> me too. Like, seriously. I I just can't believe what we all witnessed live as a country. I can't believe that the season finale lived up to every single episode in season four and was even more explosive than all of them. It managed like bravo, bravo to Andy Cohen, bravo to the housewives. I'm deeply afraid of Monica Garcia, but also very impressed by her. Well, she has the thing like Dr. Death, but she's not killing anyone. Right. (laughs) She's she's not killing anyone. No, she's not doing that. She has that confidence where you don't really know where they get it from to do absolutely wild things Yeah, that most of us just don't even think of. Or have the confidence to pull off. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it for me is like, I'm just too lazy to scam. Mm. Like, not that I want to do it necessarily, but that is a big, like, I can't. I don't like lying too because I don't like getting caught. It's too embarrassing for me. I don't have what she has where you can get caught in bold-faced lies and just be like, yeah, yeah, and. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like She was fighting back too. If if I was her and that was me, I I know exactly how it would go down. I'd get very red in the face. I'd start tearing up. And before I started full-blown crying, I would run off camera. And then the cameras would be chasing me and they'd be filming the bathroom door and I'd be crying because I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I just think it's incredibly embarrassing to get caught lying like that. And I don't know how people do it knowing that that's 95% of the time going to be the outcome. You getting busted lying. Like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's scary. Now everyone's saying she's going to be a one-term housewife, one-season housewife, which seems pretty clear at this point, but what do you think, Desi? Could anything happen? Could she potentially be able to come back? I feel like it's very difficult when people won't film with you. I've seen it on a few housewives where people don't want to film with certain people. Like Teresa? Um, Is she one that people didn't want to Well, right now on Potomac, Candace is kind of experiencing that. Luckily, she has some allies. I feel like you need a few allies, at least. And who does Monica have? No one. No, they'd have to bring someone on. They'd have to bring, like... Dana? Was that I think I saw someone suggest Dana, because I think they're friends or something. She'd have to have, like, an ancillary character, so she could be, like, a tangential person that she could cling on to, to be relevant for the show. One of the main four... Or at least Angie K would have to be willing to shoot with her. Like Angie K is the most like, likely suspect. Yes, because she doesn't give a shit. No, it'll give her more camera time. I bet Angie K would do it. <clears throat> no, she. I think that she could see that as her storyline, right? Because like her fucking her husband, no one wants to see that. Yeah, we don't she care. needs something, and it would be interesting. Like here's the way I could see it playing out. Angie's bitter that she wasn't invited down to the beach <laughs> for the big conversation, <gasps> right? Right. And for some reason, she doesn't feel part of the group. Because remember when they were all going off, Angie wasn't really part of it. No. She was trying to inject in. But no one, she wasn't part of it. No. So I feel like Angie could try to do this kind of like rehabilitation for Monica and bring her back into the fold. Like, you guys, give her another chance. Yeah, and she maybe does it because maybe there's some, like, Greek Orthodox 
thing where what? they're <laughs> where they're like it's like you ha- you can't like put people out like that. Maybe Did it's you like just something. make? Well, she's very Greek, and it's like family. Okay, I'm like, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to text my father today and ask him because my stepmom is Greek. Okay, and I'm gonna ask because I, I could just see her do it. Pulling that some is a shit. wild. Because <laughs> she's a she Greek. The Greeks because they like to be together and like bring people in. That's her whole storyline, right? She has these big gatherings with all of these people with fucking you know Greek, lots of good Greek food. I will say, I want to go to her party. I, I have love to say the Greek side, the Greek side of the family, the my stepmom's side of the family. Incredible people, and they 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 are so hospitable. Yes, they are so. That's hospitable. what I mean. I think it's a hospitable like. Group Culture. of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone comes in for food. No mm. one's turned away. You get these, you know, grape leaves Ugh. or whatever. I've had some of the, the greatest home-cooked Greek meals. Oh, damn. Greek food is so fucking good. Like, I swear, when I look at her food, I'm like, none of these people, you know, maybe Heather uh, and a few other people, Mary obviously is taking a big bunch of home in her purse. Yeah. I was like, these people better eat this food. Because right. it looks, those spreads are incredible that yeah. she puts out. No, they're great. Um, so, and I love her dad too. The like Greek her, dad. The Greek dad. Yeah, he's, he's great. Cool. So that's the only way I see it happening is that Angie has this kind of like bring her back into the fold. She's not a bad person. She has a lot of childhood trauma. And maybe she can get Whitney. Maybe. She needs to get someone. If she does get Whitney, though, that's going to be explosive for her. Her and Heather's relationship is done. But Whitney is honestly, I feel like she's almost on the outs with everyone in some way. Mm. Or some at some point in the series, I feel like Whitney has been in a fight with every woman. Yeah. Like a major fight. But it never like is like last that long. No. But I feel like I feel like of, of the core group, she's the most sort of like wild card. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. She seemed pretty devastated at the at the dinner, at the Bermuda Triangle dinner. Yeah, cuz she was out of everyone, I think she's actually the only one who was directly talked about on the site. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she felt like betrayed. Right. What do you think is going on with Whitney? I saw an interesting theory, could possibly be something that Kara said. Where they were saying Whitney used to be really overtly sexual, but now she's trying to tamp and tamp it down a bit. So that's why she was so offended that it was in the book because now she wants to be seen as something more. Oh, than that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that theory because it was kind of like that was her whole thing. Season one, she had the stripper pole in her house. She was always humping her husband in public. Yeah, she was very uh, overtly sexual. Yeah. So of all people to be upset about. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I didn't buy that she was so mad at Heather for that being in her book. Because it's like, she just, it, it wasn't about that. It was just, she wanted to have some beef with Heather. I guess. But she's also on a healing journey. So she's on her healing journey. Maybe she, uh, she's got some Jane Mancini vibes sometimes, she does. right? Uh, I realized that my Whitney voice is a little, <laughs> is similar to my Jane Mancini voice. Because they say certain words funny. She says... Design Monica, healing. I'm on my healing journey. Yeah, there's something similar. How about dare them. you, Monica, when I'm on my healing journey? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next for Monica. And it would be a shame if this is it. That's all I know. I feel like they got to do something. 
I she don't know why. Wild. So I'm very curious what we're going to see tonight. Allegedly, we're going going to get at least according to the previews, we're going to get some tea on what went down with the black eye. We found Ooh. it was the big. I mean, as if as if the finale wasn't explosive enough. Heather drops the bomb. Finally, she admits it that Jen Shaw is responsible for the black eye. We all knew it, but it was still shocking just to hear her say it because she dropped it out of nowhere. It was like. It was like, I wait, we didn't, we didn't agree to know that. <laughs> like, that. That was the moment where I gasped so loud that all four of my cats scrambled off the bed. Because she dropped it as if it was something we all knew. Like, right. It was crazy. Um, so I want more information on that at the reunion. And we see in the preview that she might give that. Right, you never know how they edit it. Now like it could be the third episode too. Now, following the finale and the and the confirmation that it was Jen Shaw, or the allegation from Heather that it was Jen Shaw that gave her the black eye last season, Jen Shaw got her someone on her team, whoever is still on this lady's team. I don't know if it's just her husband now or some rube, but she put out a statement saying that she is going to sue. Heather, if she talks about the, if she like continues to slander her about this black eye and if she talks about it on the reunion, she needs to shut up. She has no leg to stand on. This woman stole millions of dollars from the elderly, scammed people out of their life savings. She's in a federal prison. There's no reputation to ruin. You're slandered, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it's done. You are slandered. I know. I love how it's like you're ruining my good reputation. It's you like, don't have that. You're scammed elderly people. No one cares if you sh- if you punch someone. That's the least of your crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, she and she also um, she like went off on Andy. So then Andy oh, had to God. release a statement, and he was like, first of all. I the reason I didn't because there they were like in talks last year, uh, Jen Shaw and Andy Cohen to do like a one on one interview with each other right. from prison, and Andy spilled this past week that the reason it didn't happen was because Jen Shaw had all sorts of crazy demands. She wanted to be paid money, like a ton of money for it. Right. And remember she did that thing where she dropped an interview on YouTube with some rando guy, and it was just. <laughs> Absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before, right before she went to prison. Right. Like it was right before she went in. Yeah. No, she's out of control. And who is still posting from her Instagram? She probably has some fucking Jen Shaw stan. The last <sighs> remaining stan. Yeah. Right? Those people are baffling to me. <laughs> the people who still stan her. There's certain people I think who think you stand by people when they're in trouble like that makes you a good person, but it's like you don't have to stand by people who conned people like that. You're not her husband. Yeah, if you, Do you know yeah, what I mean? it's like, like this isn't family. This isn't a complex situation for you. You don't know her. You're not friends with her. Exactly. Exactly. It's like I get your family and your friends possibly stick by you, of course, and want you to rehabilitate or whatever. But this, whoever's doing this, has no business. We don't doing support it. this kind of behavior. No. So I'm excited. I I really am looking forward to how it plays out. Ever since that episode dropped, every time I hear someone rattle a list off, I hear it in Heather's voice. Okay. Like, I swear to God, I, I almost making a grocery list the other day. I was Receipts, like, <laughs> proof, timeline, yeah. screenshots. I was like making my grocery list and I was literally like, chicken, ground turkey. <laughs> like, I was like, every time. 
time I hear someone say like a little list of three things yeah. or whatever, I hear it. I repeat it in my head, like whatever they just said. Yeah. It was like a podcast I was listening to, like a crime podcast, and they rattled off three things. It's like deceit, something. And I was just no. like, deceit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't stop doing it. I will hear Heather Gay saying receipts, proof, timeline screenshots rattling around on my head for the rest of my life. It needs to be in a dance mix. Mm. Like it should be a sample. (laughs) We need a, well, did you see that queen? Um, I think her, yeah, her name. Oh, I posted that. Her name's Hanukkah Lewinsky. I believe she's from New York. Yeah. She's a New York queen, but she pulled together within two days, a Monica Garcia drag number yeah where she had made an entire mix with clips from the episode and it was a thing of beauty yeah it was great i think it was literally the next day she had it up it was within 48 yeah, hours yeah it was crazy like she she is a hard working queen she saw that and went straight to work and i respect that i do too I deeply respect no, that no i I saw that and immediately followed her i was like that's a follow absolutely <laughs> Um, I'm glad she got some like exposure. From that's that. that. You know what? When you work that hard and that fast, that's what makes a star. You get it. She's you get star. it done. You get She's it done. A star. You can't wait a two days, or someone else will do it. You got to do. You got to be first. Hanukkah Lewinsky, come on the pod. Yeah, we love you. Um, what did you eat? Well. I actually broke my tooth this weekend. I know. So I have an appointment. I was able to get an appointment tomorrow morning. So I haven't really, I've been, I have to chew on one side of the, my mouth. Oh. I mean, it's not like I can't eat a lot of things. <laughs> so I don't have too many exciting things to talk about because I'm kind of just like. It's <laughs> yeah, like that was disgusting. <laughs> I, it is disgusting. And the, the tooth is like sharp. So it's like cutting <gasps> my tongue. Oh no. I mean, not like in a drastic way. But it's annoying. Yeah. It's and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting, I, yesterday I was like, oh, I'm getting kind of scraped or something. Yeah. Cause it's really sharp. So hopefully I go in tomorrow and it's not going to be like a $5 million uh, dentist bill. Right. But I have no idea. You're at their mercy. I am. Are they so going to give you an, a new tooth? I think it was an old filling and it's like the crown. So there's four points in a crown oh. and I, one of the points came off. So I feel like it was just an old filling literally I've had since I was a child. Because wow. I haven't had a cavity as an adult. It was like kid stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's really old. It probably was still an old silver one. Or those, Yeah, that's an old school one. And those things don't, those things I think uh, don't last. So I, I don't know what it is. Uh, but I'm, I'm already like, if it's like $10,000, I guess I'll just be like toothless for a while. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Because it's all the way in the back. So it's like, well, maybe I can get away with it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And who even has dental insurance? Not people. Someone asked me. I was like, "Are you crazy? Yeah, are you insane?" I was like, "I do have it on my health insurance plan, but I literally don't know what it covers, and I think it would literally be like surgery, like massive surgery, possibly. I have no idea. Yeah, because I also had eye, and it was like it didn't cover anything. Right. And I was like, "Oh, I can't get an eye exam. No. What? It was like you get thirty percent off glasses if you need them. Fuck." You. I know. I was like, that's you. not, a, I don't need that. Right. I want to just get an, an eye exam because the eyes are in my body. Right. That's part of my health. Right. <laughs> it doesn't need to be separate. No, it is crazy. That Why teeth is it separate? separate? Teeth and eyes. Teeth and eyes are in my fucking body. 
Right. They're not separate. That's my health. (laughs) Also, the fact that teeth actually can affect your health. Oh, I know, like bacteria. Yeah. So it's like, no, this needs to be covered. This is getting out of control. We're sick of it. I'm sick of it. So yeah, that's my that's that's what I ate. Part of my tooth. (laughs) But yeah, it's fucking annoying. What did I eat? I don't think I ate anything exciting. I'm like, what, what did I even eat? I don't even remember what I ate this week. I don't either. I didn't have one exciting meal this entire week. This is no. Maybe this is why I've been in a mood. Probably. I need a little treat. You do need a treat. Like, should I order food? Before? I shouldn't. I just bought a ton of groceries. I really shouldn't order food. You should make something good. I did make a good pasta this weekend. I oh, made you that know s- what I bought? What? <laughs> Just <laughs> I bought sun dried tomatoes. Ooh! I haven't had a sun dried tomato in like twenty years. Did you get those Delmonico ones? No, I got like Whole Food brand in a oh. jar with olive oil. Um, someone in the Facebook, I'm sorry, in the Discord posted Sonia. She yeah. posted that lasagna soup. What? Did you see that? I didn't see that. It's kind of, it was called lasagna soup, but it's really like, a, um, like almost just kind of like, a, what is it called? When they take all the parts apart? Decompo- deconstructed. Deconstructed, decomposed. Um, it's like almost like a deconstructed lasagna in a bowl. Yum. And that was what made me make pasta. Cause I was like, I want that lasagna, but then I couldn't get good lasagna noodles. So I made, um, I got a good bucatini. Yeah. And I made that amatriciana sauce, amatriciana with like the pancetta. It's just like a tomato with pancetta. 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 And um, it was really good. That sounds delicious. That was a good pasta, I have to I say. I never know how to pronounce that because it's so many it's letters. A lot of, it's a lot of vowels and a lot of syllables. Amatriciana. I know what it is. When I see it, I can read it. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't fucking say it. I'm not that. ordering it. I might point to it. I I'll always point that. to that one. It's such a good pasta. It's so good. It has the little smokiness from the pancetta and it has a little spice to it and tomato. Yeah, it's delicious. So that was a pretty easy dish. Trader Joe's has a really good dried bucatini now. It was I was like impressed. I was like, oh, that's mm. good. So you can check that out. Well, that's great, Desi. I mm. guess I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to eat tonight. And next week, I'll come back with something a little more exciting. Wait, can I just drop one recommendation of a food product that I had this week that I really like? Yeah. It's called um, Bolt House Ranch Dressing. And it's a ranch dressing made with Greek yogurt. And it's really fucking good. I couldn't really? believe it. No, I, I've been dipping things in it. I, I used it for like a veggie dip. It's so good. Go off. <laughs> I couldn't, I was like, I saw someone post about it. I was like, and then I went to Target. I was like, oh, I was like, I should just try that. Maybe it's good. And I was like, ooh. It is it's good. like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is my new thing. I'm going to yeah. dip shit in this like a dip lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dip shit. <laughs> no, it was so good. It's so, it's so tangy. Like it's really good. Yeah. So that's a wreck. That's a high recommendation for me. That's a wreck. I'm not, I'm, they are not sponsoring me, but they should. Send me a fucking case of that ranch. Dude, <laughs> we need some food sponsors. Seriously. 
I want some. We will talk up your food if you send us food. Yeah. If you're a company. Absolutely. Um, That's it. Bye. Bye.